Hi, I'm Mark Haywood, and this is Behind the Spine, a podcast which finds learning opportunities for writers in the most unlikely of places. From an outside perspective, people seem to think that rowing across an ocean is far more dangerous and far more terrifying than rowing around GB. And I think that's because the fear they have is kind of lose, is that losing sight of land, being in that open ocean far away. Whereas for me, it actually fills me with far more fear being close to land. I'm pretty comfortable now with the fact that I know that I'm probably going to be on edge for the, the entire row. Regular listeners will recognise that voice as adventure athlete Kaz Lander, who we featured twice in Series 4. We've been following her journey to the start of her latest adventure, which is an attempt to row around Great Britain in record-breaking time with her partner, Andre. Despite being separated by lockdown, frustrated by new COVID variants and endless visa problems, I'm delighted to report that against all the odds, Kaz and Andre made it to St. Catherine Docks in London. Better still, they crossed the start line on Thursday the 26th of May. I was lucky enough to catch up with them before they departed. You can keep up to date with their progress at greatbritishrow.com, where you can find their social links and information about how to donate to their chosen charity, the Royal Marsden Cancer Charity. Kaz promised to send me some audio updates, which we'll post on our Facebook page during their row. But for now, I took advantage of a temporary break in the bad weather to ask her how she felt just making it to the start line. Yeah, a bit of relief, actually. Yeah, huge relief. So, um, yeah, I think this was really the final, final hurdle that now we're here, it feels real. Yeah, we're definitely going now. So. Boats in the water. I've seen that you've been out on the Thames. That must have been fun. Yes, yeah, we rode up this morning, so we had, yeah, it was a bit windy, had 10 mile an hour headwinds to kind of plough way into, um, but no, we loved it actually, it was, uh, yeah, it was an experience having the Uber boats going past at about 30 miles an hour, I think they, they go from about 0 to 20 in about 3 seconds past us, so yeah, we had some good waves coming past us, so. It's very strange being here and seeing the boat, I've seen the film of the Pacific row that you did three times. And I don't think I was prepared to see the boat up front. It looks very cool, but it is very obviously a rowing boat. (laughs) And you're gonna row literally around Great Britain. I know for someone like you, this is completely natural it's very high tech what kind of reactions do people have when they see it for the first time is my reaction normal or or am i completely (laughs) missing the point here yeah it's um it's definitely either the exactly same reaction that you've had or people look at it and say oh my goodness it's so much bigger than i thought it was or oh i didn't know you had cabins to sleep in which i kind of give people a look thinking where where do you think that we slept (laughs) where do you think we sleep for two months or so i think yeah i think some people think you know it's literally like a river rowing boat and then there's the other side that people think it's a much bigger boat or there's, you know, there's some luxuries like you have in a yacht of, you know, being able to go down below deck and make a coffee or go to the toilet or... So no, it's very, it's very much a rowing boat with two cabins sat. It certainly stands end. out here in, in, in the dock um, in the midst of all of these amazing cruise ships for the ones <laughs> of a for the want of a better word. As I understand it, you're now in a holding pattern waiting for the right weather window, is that right? Yes, so the weather's not really playing ball at the moment. 
our initial plan was to put the boat in on Monday, um, which we did yesterday, and then to be able to leave as soon as possible. Yesterday it was looking like Wednesday um, was probably going to be the day to leave, but the weather is changing every, every six hours, every time a new weather model kind of updates. And we look at it, it's completely different to what it was forecasting six hours previously. So I think at the moment we're about 90% sure that we're going to go on Thursday. It's definitely not an ideal weather window we have, I would say. It's, it's pretty windy. We're going to be pretty much at the wind limit of being able to row, which does make me, definitely makes me a bit nervous. I think Andre's actually quite excited to potentially fly down with some, with some wind. But yeah, so Thursday. But saying that, um, we've got, we're going to have a call with, our, um, with Angus, who's doing all of our kind of weather and route, helping us with weather and routing. Um, again tonight at seven o'clock so we'll have a look then and yeah if it's still looking the same at the moment we'll go Thursday but hopefully no later than Thursday. There was a mixed pair you were telling me about in another category boat that left at the weekend is that right? Yes so um, there's another pair that have gone so there's actually two classes of ocean rowing boats so we're rowing in what is classed as a classic boat so the boat design is different so we have a, a keel underneath so we've got about 50 centimeters of a kind of a v-shaped keel underneath the waterline mm -hmm. and our cabins are slightly smaller than on an open class boat we also don't have anything so we don't have any auto helm so we have to manually do all of our steering um, whereas the other boats are definitely a bit faster they're built for speed they have an auto helm so they can literally just focus on focus on rowing and not mm. not worry about steering so yeah, I think a big challenge for us is definitely going to be the overnight segments when actually you're tired and, and you start feeling like you might drift off to sleep, but then having to remember that actually if your foot moves 10 degrees to the right, then that's moved your rudder mm. and then we're going to be going around in circles. So, yes. yeah, it's a challenge. <laughs> but this is, to all intents and purposes, the same model of boat that you had for the Pacific run, is that right? Yeah, exactly the same. So it's a Sea Sabre built by Justin Atkin. Um, it's exactly the same size. It's seven, just over seven meters long. They're very stable, unlikely to capsize, but if they do capsize, they will just self-right. Mm. As long as we've got, we will, well, we will always have our hatches closed, so we'll keep it all watertight. It's a good boat, and I think, I think for round GB, it's gonna hopefully um, prove its worth in the style. It's amazing to see it and you two here. When we spoke in October of last year, you were trying to get to South Africa to meet up with Andre yep. so that you could do some training together and indeed be with each other. Yeah. Um, that was problematic as we, as we heard. When we spoke to you in, in January, it was all about, well, now we don't know whether we can get back. Yeah. Um, now you're here. It's extremely exciting. We'd love to keep abreast of the row and how it goes. How can we do that on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, so we have a website at www.greatbritishrow.com. So you can find it if you just put that into an internet search engine, that will come up. Or if you Google Caslander Great British Row, that will also bring up another site that will take you to there. And then on there, we've got a live tracker, which will update every approximately four hours, showing, like showing our position all around the UK so you can pretty much see exactly where we are and that's got all of our charity donation links on there and then we're also on Facebook and Instagram under Great British Row. Seems astonishing to ask you to keep those updated so we can <laughs> you know keep in touch with how you're doing when you have all of this um, else going on but this is a big deal you know there is a this is a record attempt isn't it this is a this is a proper round Great Britain rowing record attempt so I think it would be 
it's the right thing to let people follow, uh, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and share in on that. Obviously, we want you to be safe, um, <laughs> which is the most important thing. But this weather window will will hopefully give you the start that you need so that you're not chasing, you know, extreme winds. But at some point, that bad weather's going to come, right? We know that. Yeah, yeah, completely. I think um, we were looking and it's actually quite, quite rare at the moment to have wind going down the channel. Um, so we'll have tailwinds forecast at the moment. But as we know over the last couple of days, anything can, anything can happen. So, I mean, currently it looks like we're going to get round Ramsgate, um, like Margate Ramsgate area, and we will actually have tailwinds, which is also quite, normally they actually come up the channel. So seeing tailwinds is a, a really nice surprise. But I think we're probably going to have them for a couple of days, and I think we probably then will get hit with headwinds. Right, yes. um, probably as we get around about the Dover area. So yeah, I mean, we're fully prepared. Um, we know we're probably going to have to spend a reasonable number of days um, just anchored up because we can't row because of the headwinds. Mm. So, I mean, not dissimilar to the Pacific really, where you know we had to spend a couple of days out on parachute anchor because we had a hurricane or whatever come through, whereas around GB, we can go close to land, but we will still be on anchor. So can't leave the boat or... When roughly could we expect you to be back yeah. here, <laughs> safe and sound? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Um, our goal is 60 to 65 days. So we're hoping, well, we'd be thrilled if we were rowing back up here around the start of August. I say our goal, it's just across an ocean, it's a, it's a bit easier. You get into trade winds and you roughly know you can start making more accurate predictions. Whereas we could have two or three weeks of really good weather around GB and then bad weather comes in and the same distance could take us eight weeks to cover if we have headwinds the entire way. So. Yeah, it's very much an unknown, but our goal, we've set ourselves a goal of 60 to 65 days. We've got enough food for that, that period. So yeah, if, if it's much longer, we'll probably start getting into a bit of trouble with, with food. Um, and if it's, if it's shorter, then that'd be even better. But When we spoke last, I think, I think I said that it's often a huge achievement just to get to the start line where you are yeah. right now, given how many things could go wrong with it in terms of preparation, mm -hmm. sponsorship, the boat, training, COVID, all of that. Now that you're here, I don't know, it, it just, it feels like a lot of that hard work is behind you. And yet, I hate saying that because there's so much hard work still, <laughs> still to come, but it's a two stage process, isn't it? It's getting this far, then you need your weather window and then, then you can go. So this, at this point is the last point at which you're only at the start line. You know, getting to the start line it, it has been a, such a huge goal. Now you are, come Thursday, yeah. you've got to go and do it. <laughs> yeah. How does that feel? Um, yeah, I mean, to, I joked to Andre the other day and I said, oh, I can't wait till we can go because I feel like I'm going on holiday. So, um, yeah, the last few months have been, have been pretty stressful, actually, and we've been working a lot of overtime to kind of raise enough money for us to be able to get to the start line and, and yeah, and just trying to get all the logistics and make sure that we thought of everything and get the training in it's obviously I mean eight weeks ago Andre still didn't have a visa granted to be in the country so and speaking to the embassies they at that time they were just saying there's just big delays in in giving visas and they couldn't give us a timeline so I think I think Andre arrived in the country just over seven weeks ago yeah so we've had a massive it has it does feel like it's been a big battle to get to the start line um, but now we're here it's definitely yeah it's definitely much better I think maybe the first I'm quite nervous probably about the first few days which I think is very normal Normal when you do something like this. So I think, yeah, I think once the first few days are, are out the way and we've both settled into 
living, sleeping, rowing kind of unnatural hours all through the day and all around, then yeah, everything will feel much better. So, Well, thank you for allowing us to cover your journey to the start line. It's been fascinating. We will follow with a huge amount of interest, but we wish you both all the luck in the world. Kaz Lander, thank you as always. Thank you very much. Goodbye for now. Stay safe and keep rowing. This podcast is produced by OG Podcasts. Find out more at ogpodcasts.co.uk.